What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to part two of this two-part series where I help you find sneaky ways to get more done. So in part one, we went over nine ways to squeeze out the most from your time and accelerate your productivity. And in this part, we will be going over 10 more sneaky ways that you can get more done in the mom cracks of time. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Smart Productive Mom Podcast, where I give you toe curling tips and spine tingling strategies to help you be more productive and present without stressing about housework. My name is Lucretia, and I know what it's like to do laundry with the baby strapped to your chest or use the bathroom while your toddler tells you about their day, even though you've been together all day. I'm spilling all the tea on how to take the overwhelm out of motherhood, so let's dive into all the juicy goodness. So before we dive into all of the juicy goodness, I want to remind you that my new course, Rock Solid Routines, is open for enrollment until 11.59 p.m. on Thursday, April 1st. So go ahead and hop in there. We are going to be mainly covering why schedules are old news and outdated and why you should focus on maximizing your routines instead. Many people use schedules and routines interchangeably, but schedules are completely time-based. Routines can happen at any time during the day. That's the beauty of them. Hop into Rock Solid Routines, click the link in the show notes below, get it while you can before the doors close. All right. So let's hop into productivity hack number one, and that is to get dressed every day. So there's an old saying that goes, when you look good, you feel good. And that is so true. For the first six weeks of my daughter's life, I spent a majority of that time sitting on the couch in a robe. I barely ever got dressed. I hardly ever did my hair. I never put on makeup. I was just in my robe on the couch rocking a baby all day, but I noticed that I was so emotionally overwhelmed and I wasn't doing anything to fix myself up or to make myself feel better, and so that's when I decided, you know what, you need to start getting dressed and start kind of getting back to your old self again. So now I make it a point to get dressed every day, even if I'm not going anywhere, I just put on even just like a pair of yoga pants and a cute top. Something simple that's still like loungewear and comfortable that I can lay around the house in, but it's still cute if I want to run out to Target or go grocery shopping or something like that. So I make sure to get dressed every single day. Even if I don't have anywhere to go, I just do it for myself. If you're struggling feeling like blah all of the time, try getting dressed and see if that helps to improve your mood. All right, so let's go into productivity hack number two, and that is to plan your meals. The key here that I love is to always have a few freezer meals prepped and ready to go for those days when you just don't feel like cooking. So I would struggle to figure out what was for dinner every single day, and it was so stressful. So now, first of all, my husband helps me plan the meals, and whenever my daughter can talk with us a little better. She'll also help plan meals as well. So that way it's not all on me to figure out what everyone wants to eat. We'll all put in our two cents and we can meal plan together as a family. And then on other times I have freezer meals already 
prepped and in the freezer. All I have to do is dump the bag out into the slow cooker. I don't have an Instant Pot yet, but when I get one, I can dump it in there as well. And this just helps save so much time because the meals are already prepped and ready to go. You don't even have to think about it. In the morning, I can just dump the bag into the slow cooker and we'll be ready to eat within a few hours. Plan your as many meals as you can in advance and this will save you so much time. And also make sure that you keep a running list of meals that your family likes so you can cycle through them. There's no need to constantly look for new meal ideas that take a lot of energy and a lot of time. Your family may not even like them and then you have to throw it all out and it's just a big hassle. So just keep a running list of the recipes that you know your family likes and just cycle through them. And that way you kind of don't forget what recipes they like and you're like, oh yeah, I haven't made that in forever. You'll have this list and you'll already know what everyone likes and you can just go back through those without even thinking about it. All right, productivity hack number three is to prepare for the week coming up. So every Friday I prepare for the upcoming week and that way I can enjoy my weekend without worrying about what I need to do, what I didn't do, what needs to get done, all of that stuff that we worry about. And I started doing it this way because I was tired of not being able to enjoy my weekend because my brain was just constantly focused on everything that I needed to get done. So if I plan everything on Friday or at least jot it all down, like do a brain dump on Friday of what I want to get done in the upcoming week, at least that way I can just kind of add to the list if things pop into my head, but I'm not constantly thinking about it because I already know that I have it written down somewhere. So make sure you set aside one day each week. It can be Friday, it can be Monday morning, whatever day works for you. But just set aside one planning day each week to create a rough outline of what your upcoming week has in store for you, just so you're aware and you can make plans accordingly. And then that leads us into productivity hack number four, which is to prepare the night before. So now that you have your brain dump or your rough outline of what needs to be done for the week, you can figure out what you actually want to do the next day. And something that we all probably do is put way too much on our to-do list. You don't have to have this enormous to-do list that you're going to be stressing about all day and you can't even enjoy your day because you feel like you have so much to do. Keep it simple. Simplify your to-do list. I try to keep my to-do list under like three things and those are like my top priority tasks. So if I get those three things done, then I feel great for the day and anything after that is just like icing on the cake. So keep it simple. And once you have your list of what you wanna get done the next day, the prior evening, you can prepare as much as possible in advance. So this would just be like if you're going to the gym, sit out your gym clothes, find your keys, or if you know what you wanna cook but it's frozen, go ahead and sit it out so you don't have to wait for it to unthaw the next day. It can already be in the unthawing process. So those are just little things that will save you time, save you the hassle later on. Make it part of your evening routine to plan the next day and prepare whatever you can in advance. And I don't know if you guys can hear my daughter in the background. She is so loud and this is my only time to record this podcast episode, so bear with me. She's two, what can I say? All right, so let's go into productivity hack number five, and that is to limit your screen time. You can be more present and have fewer distractions without staring at your phone all day. I usually find myself checking the time on my phone, and then I realize I've been scrolling through Facebook for 45 minutes. 
Like raise your hand if that's ever happened to you. The key here, if you haven't listened to episode number five, where I talk about how to beat the social media algorithms and spend more time doing what matters with the people that matter, go back to episode five and listen to that because I give you some great hacks on how to limit your screen time so you can be more present. So that is super duper important. Our phones are so addicting and we just get easily caught up in them and we miss out on so much time with our families. So definitely limit your screen time. And this doesn't even have to be your phone. This could be the TV as well. Or if you like to read on your tablet or something like that, any screen that you feel is taking up way too much time, then find ways to limit that. And the more you can kind of automate it. So in episode five, I talk about setting app limits. And basically after a certain amount of time, my phone will bring up an hourglass and it'll tell me that I've reached my limit for the day. So I don't even have to keep track of how much time I'm spending on the apps. It'll automatically kick me off when my time is up. So anything that you can automate in that type of way, go ahead and do it so you don't have to keep track of how much time you're spending staring at your screens. All right, so let's go to tip number six, which is to have quality time alone. This is so important to make self-care a priority. Um, Whenever my daughter was born, I was with her 24-7 and I was just getting more and more depressed by the day because I never had time to just stop and breathe and do anything for myself. So like taking a shower was just, you know, like it was an ordeal. Like I had to make sure she was prepared, had everything ready, I had to give her dad instructions for if this happens, do this, how to go through the whole list. Like just taking a shower was so stressful. Everything was stressful. And it was no surprise that I was getting more and more depressed. I had a lot of anxiety and it just really started wearing on me. So I had to decide that I needed to make time for myself and that that was a non-negotiable. So now fast forward to now that she's two, every week, She goes with her dad and they'll just go hang out for like three plus hours and go do some fun things, just the two of them. And it's great for all of us because first it gives me my time alone to just like lay on the couch and watch good girls or whatever I want to do. And then it also gives them quality time to bond because when I'm around, she wants all of my attention and it's kind of like her dad doesn't even exist. So it's really nice for them to get that quality time alone. So if you are struggling to make time for yourself, the first way I suggest is to ask for help from family and friends or hire help. So you can use a website like care.com or you can find affordable babysitter to come over and just watch your kiddos for you while you like go get your nails done, get your hair done, something like that, whatever you want to do during your self-care time. But I would either ask someone, a friend or family for help or hire help. And another option is to like rotate play dates. So if you know someone who has kids around your age, then maybe one day you can um, watch the kids while she gets time to herself. And then another day she can watch the kids while you get time to yourself. And it benefits both of you guys and the kids get to play. Those are just a few strategies to make time for yourself. All right, let's go into tip number seven, which is to be flexible. So having a rough outline of how you want your day to look is an amazing productivity hack, but trying to stick to a strict schedule is just a recipe for disaster, especially when you have little ones at home because their schedules are so unpredictable. One day they may wake up at 
8 a.m. and another day they may wake up at 4 a.m. Like we just never know what to expect. It's like a jack-in-the-box. I felt like I needed to have a strict schedule to be productive, but what I really needed to focus on was routines. So your routines are already a part of your everyday life and it doesn't really matter what time they happen, they just happen. And a lot of the times they happen without you even thinking about them. So a routine is like waking up, brushing your teeth, washing your face. That's a morning routine. Some days you may do it at 8 a.m. Other days you may do it at 10.30 a.m. It doesn't matter what time you get it done, but it gets done. And this is exactly what I teach in my new course, Rock Solid Routines, is that we focus on creating the effective routines rather than scheduling them out throughout the day. So much less stressful because you're not stuck to these time slots or time blocks. You're just doing your everyday life and you just know what needs to get done. And it makes it easier to build habits because you can tack on the new habit onto the old habit. So an example of this, so back to our simple morning routine of wake up, brush your teeth, wash your face. If you wanted to start meditating in the morning, all you would do is after you brush your teeth and wash your face, you would meditate. So since you already naturally wake up, brush your teeth, wash your face, adding that meditation on there will just become, eventually will become a habit as well. And you'll do that without even thinking about it. So that's why routines are so amazing because they fit into your everyday life seamlessly and they're so easy to create new habits by using routines rather than trying to schedule everything out. So if that sounds exciting to you, click the link in the show notes below to join Rock Solid Routines before the doors close Thursday, April 1st at 11.59 p.m. Okay, so let's go into productivity hack number eight, which is to be more organized. Being unorganized wastes so much time. Like when I watch my husband walk around looking for his shoes, looking for his keys, looking for his phone, and I'm just standing at the door waiting, like we seriously could have been down the street and halfway to wherever we need it to be, but we're still at home waiting for him to find whatever he's looking for. And it's not like he doesn't have places to put these things. I mean, we have somewhere for the keys to go. We have a little, it's not really a mud room, but we have a little place for shoes to go. But unfortunately, I can't force him to use these designated places that me and my daughter use to keep all of our stuff organized. It makes it so much easier when everything has a home and you know exactly where to find it. So if you haven't done that yet, do that. Make sure everything has a place. So make sure there's somewhere you put your keys. Make sure there's somewhere you put the mail. Make sure there's somewhere you put your shoes. And then the next thing is to make sure you declutter often. It's so easy, especially with kids, to just keep stockpiling all this stuff that we don't even know that we have. One day I was looking in a closet and I was like, where did this bag of towels come from? Like, I didn't even know they were in there. We just keep getting all of this stuff and I'm sure some family member gave it to us but it's like we just keep getting all of this stuff and it's so important to declutter often because I'm sure you have so much stuff that you don't even realize you have so if you haven't decluttered recently and I try to do it like once a quarter so like every three months or so I'll try to just go through and declutter so if you haven't done that yet do that and then make sure you're just planning ahead and that'll help you be more organized So make sure you know what the next day has in store so you can go ahead and plan whatever you need to plan. 
so you can be ready for that when it happens. So pay attention to areas of your life that are causing you frustration and see how you can simplify and organize it. And let's move into strategy number nine, which is to start saying no. When you say yes to someone else, you're saying no to yourself. So always remember that. I was a people pleaser until I realized that every time I said yes to someone else, I was putting my own wants and needs on the back burner. So anytime that I said yes to this last minute play date, I was basically saying no to getting some work done or it was gonna cut into my family time. It was always somehow gonna throw off my schedule, but I wanted to be nice and I wanted to say yes because we hadn't seen them in a while. So I'm like, sure, why not? But it would just throw off everything else and then I'm scrambling last minute and frustrated because now I'm trying to figure out when to get this other task done that I had to put off for the play date. So remember that whenever you say yes to someone else, you're saying no to yourself. And make sure you only say yes when it's genuine. Don't reluctantly say yes and then feel bad and frustrated because you agreed to something that you didn't really want to do. So only say yes when you genuinely mean it or you'll be resentful for saying yes to it. Don't worry about what someone else is going to think about you saying no to something. Whatever they think is on them, whether it's true or not, that's on them. You can't control what someone else thinks. So only say yes when you truly mean it. All right, and let's hop into strategy number 10, which is to keep running master list. So this just means having a running list of like things to do or an ongoing grocery list, just something so you're not constantly thinking about what needs to be done or what you need to grab at the store. And for my to-do list, I like to break it into four categories. So I have a personal category, which is just my stuff that I need to do for me personally. And then I have my business category. So anything I need to do with my business. Family category is anything that I need to do for my family. So like any appointments for them or anything like that. Um, like right now on there, I have like clip my daughter's fingernails. That's on the family to-do list. And then I have my home category. So anything I want to get done around the house, which it's springtime. So of course, spring cleaning is on the list and I want to kind of decorate and spruce it up a little bit. So I break it down into those four categories. So that's personal, business, family, home. And you can break yours down into any categories you please, but those are what work for me. And then as far as my ongoing grocery list, anytime we run out of something, I make sure that I add it immediately to the list or I'll completely forget about it and I'll think that we still have it at the house. So last time this happened, we ran out of ketchup and we were having burgers and we didn't have ketchup. So we had to go to the store because we were having burgers and fries and we had no ketchup. That's something I assume that we have because usually we do have ketchup. We I usually buy it in bulk. So we usually have a lot of it. So whenever we do run out, it's like, oh crap, now I have to go to the store because this is something we actually need. So anytime we use something, I go ahead and add it to the list right at that moment or else I'll forget to do it. So just make sure you're keeping these ongoing lists. You can use a notebook, you can use an app. I like to use the Evernote app, it's completely free. Or you can just use your notes app or a physical notebook, whatever helps you. I prefer to use the app just because I always have my phone with me 
or it's easily accessible so that I can quickly add something to it. And as far as a notebook, I don't carry a notebook around with me. So it's just not as easy to add stuff to that. But use whatever system works for you and keep these ongoing lists so you don't have to worry about it and try to keep these ongoing lists in your head. All right, so those were the 10 productivity hacks that will help you get more done in the mom cracks of time. Make sure that you check out Rock Solid Routines before the doors close on Thursday, April 1st at 11.59 p.m. And this is where we are talking all about how to stop using schedules and start focusing on maximizing your routines which you already have in place. So we are just going to make them better. Check out the link in the show notes below to see what it's all about. And hopefully I will see you in there until we meet next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Smart Productive Mom podcast. If you found this information helpful, please consider leaving me a review on iTunes so more moms can find this show. And if you want to connect with me in between episodes, make sure you join the Smart Productive Mom Facebook group. I can't wait to talk to you over there. See you on the next episode.